Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. It is still February and it is literally Valentine's Day. Today is the day of love for some people. I don't know about me, but maybe it is for you. And if that's your case, then congratulations. But I am joined in studio with my friend who we're going to let remain a little anonymous for now, but her name is Katie. That's how we'll be referring to her throughout the podcast. And I think she's going to be a repetitive guest as well, because we've literally in the past five minutes talked about 27 topics that we need to discuss. But um, everybody welcome Katie. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Okay. So little background. So everybody knows Katie was actually my server at dinner when I was out for a girl's night once. And I don't even know what happened, but we just hit it off. And I think you stood at our table and like as long as you could. And then anytime you had to do something else, you were like, hold on, I'll be right back. And you like ran and did whatever. And then you came right back. Yeah. Basically yeah. neglected my other tables and <laughs> because, I would look over my shoulder and they're like, hello. Well, we were having so much fun and had like such open conversations and I don't mm-hmm. even know what started it really, but we just started talking. I think that you and your friend who was lovely, by the way, mm-hmm. I think y'all were talking about having meaningful conversations and how people that, oh, don't really listen yes. or ask questions or something. Well, because she and I hadn't seen each other in like over a year. Yes. And we were like doing catch up and being like, mm-hmm. what's going on in your life? Yeah, that's yes. exactly. You're completely correct. And I admired just the quality of conversations y'all were having because that is something in my life recently. I find I don't have a lot of I have I have some quality, but I don't have a lot of that. And I yearn for connection. I think I've done a lot of growing lately. Mm -hmm. And my, I expect more. And when I heard y'all talking like that, I was like, this is two women that I respect. And I just want to chat with them. And I don't really get that deep with all of my tables. I've been serving forever. I'm kind of glazed over to it. (laughs) I do not blame you there. Yeah. If something sparks interest, it's really, it was really great to talk to y'all. Oh, well, that makes me so happy. Well, here, first of all, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for coming on. A little clink. Clink. Ah, yes. We're drinking some uh, Bar Dog Pinot Noir. It's from Target and it's like $10, y'all. And it's actually really good. I'm not going to lie. It's like it's amazing. one of my favorites for the price point. So I'm not mad. No, I actually really, really like it. Full bodied. Also, someone stole the wine opener from the studio. And if that was you, I need you to come return it. But thank God, Katie (laughs) happened to have one in her car, of all things. I need them to return it now. I mean, it would be really nice if they would return it now. Like, Like, do do we put a reward up? Yes. What's the reward? Two dollars. No punishment. Oh, okay. I like that better. Because whoever returned it absolutely stole it. But they're anonymous right now, so there is no punishment. And they have a really nice Here's the thing. You can literally just come leave it at the front door of the studio. Yeah, come leave it at the front door of the studio. No questions asked. I do have cameras, but I just won't look. (laughs) We'll turn them off. Yeah, Yeah, for 30 minutes. Just that moment. Or you can literally send me a message and claim um, your wrongdoing, and I will just keep it silent. Or Venmo me. Or the NGL, and I can buy Paul a new one. NGL not gonna lie link. Okay, we can do it. first and if you of all, stole it. You were very brave there. for doing that. Man, that was rough. Have what you ever that? seen that? No. Have that like NGL thing on Instagram where people can send you like an anonymous messages? I some of my friends on Instagram did that, 
and I thought about it, but I was like, do I really want to get my feelings that hurt today? Well, so some people did it to the Forever Reckless girls and said some inappropriate things that like pissed me off. But then also I was, (laughs) as soon as I saw Paul do it, I was like, oh God, the amount of people that are going to write you the creepiest things. The lamest people <gasps> Stop, ever. you only got lame people? What's your favorite movie? <laughs> What's your favorite color? I'm, I'm like, are we, Ew. is this a first date? Because that's odd. Mm. Were there like any mean it. ones? Mm, no. Or sexual Somebody, ones? No, uh, yeah, someone asked if I liked anal bees. <laughs> oh, I saw that one. And I just said, I believe that they serve a purpose, just not my purpose. That's true. Um, they yeah. asked why I don't post pics of my family, and I said, because that's unsafe. <laughs> yeah, be like, it's my family. It's my family. It's a creepy question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you post pics of your Paul, why don't you post negligees? your address? Why don't post you- your address, too. <laughs> Show me your driver's license and social. And your debit card. Like, what the With fuck? With the CVV. With the- I was yes. about to say, turn that bitch What's over. What's your CVV? <laughs> turn it over for me, baby. Let me see that passport. <laughs> Oh, my God. People really are, like, terrifying, though. But, like, you experience mm-hmm. that all the time. Like, being out, like, having to deal with people so often. Oh, yeah. Especially in that way where you never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Do you get – okay, so you do work in Fort Worth. That's all I'm going to say. Um, what do you think, like, your most annoying clientele is whenever it comes to, like, a date? Is it, like, the first date people or is it, like, the people who have been in a relationship forever and they just sit on their phone the whole time? Ooh, there's so many, or like, what? Or is there another one that I just have no idea about? There's varying annoyances. So one thing, this isn't an annoyance, but it's entertaining for us. We can always spot a first date couple. Stop, really? Oh yeah. What do you think are like the red flags for like a first date couple? Well, if they don't show up at the same time together, and yes. one of them is first, they'll come up to the hostess stand, regardless if it, if it's the guy or the girl, and the way that they'll ask about the reservation is so awkward. They're like, um, it's a party of two for Matt. I don't know if he's here yet or not. Uh, and then the guy just kind of mumbles. He's like, oh. Matt, uh, party of two. Yeah. And then they'll sit down. It's just, it's awkward. You can tell immediately if the date is going well or not. There uh-huh. was a couple, a couple of weeks ago, actually. We could tell the guy, they met online. We could tell the guy was so happy with her in person, and she was not. She Stop. was just shut down, kept looking around, and then she ended up going to the bathroom, telling him she was sick, and she left, and we felt so bad <gasps> for him, so we, we bought him a glass of wine. Oh, Was he, like, unfortunate looking? Or I don't want to just say, like, ugly. That's mean. Yeah, but I don't, like, was, I don't like, either, but, like, if she was an eight, he was probably a four or five. Okay. Conventional yeah. standards of attractiveness. I mean, but also but. there's people that do – I mean, I've said it on the podcast numerous times. It's like I went for a guy for personality overlooks, and I'll never do that again. So <laughs> Why? Well, well he, he cheated on me too. So. Oh, God. Even the yeah. ugly ones Yes, even that? the ugly ones are uh. getting ballsy. So, yeah, I just – I can't do it anymore. I was like, I'd rather be cheated on by a hot guy, so it makes sense. Yeah. You know? Makes more sense. Right? Because then if, if you're – That's my fucked up logic, at least. You're not alone, though. You're really not. Like, if I'm going to literally have to, like, be with somebody, I'd rather, like, have something pretty mm-hmm. to look at. I'd like him to, like, have a nice bank account or at least comparable to mine and it not be Absolutely. the opposite of me being like, it's okay that the guy I'm dating is ugly and broke. But what and then he's hurt- still going to cheat on me. Yeah. Would it hurt you more if he cheated on you with a more or less attractive Are we woman? talking about the hot guy or the ugly guy? Oh, both. Well, the... 
ugly guy only cheated with unattractive people. Okay. So that that was fine. I mean, but then, oh, I don't know if a hot guy cheated me with an ugly girl, how I would feel. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would be like, was it like a convenience thing? I think obviously like when it comes to cheating, there's like, I'm not condoning cheating by any means and everyone knows my like stance on it, but I feel like there's like levels to cheating almost. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yes. Emo- like emotional like affairs, it's like flirting, emotional flirting physical, yeah either kissing. physical and then also like under the influence yeah absolutely. so and once again not condoning any of those things no. by any means but I do feel like there's like levels agreed so because also this is something you and I also talked about is like I told you like long-term relationships and whatnot and you said I want to say you'd been in a long-term relationship that ended or you were engaged mm-hmm so I was with a man for six years. We had our wedding venue set out, ordering invitations, and then, bam, COVID hit, quarantine hit. And that time was the most pivotal of my life because we were stuck in a 700-square-foot apartment for three months with no oh, outside yeah. influences. I found out that he had addiction issues and Can once, you share what kind or no? So I know it was alcohol. Okay. But I'm 95% sure it was opioids. As well. There was some pill, some oh, drug. No. And I never I, – I caught him once years prior, but then he swore he would never do it again. Um, But he started to withdraw the first Stop. week. Stop. He got really sick, throwing up. He started throwing up blood. And he said it was just from alcohol to this day. That's what he says – I will never know the truth, and it's not even my business anymore yeah. because he's not my partner. So we uh, we got him into rehab okay. in April 2020. Uh, it was just a detox facility, so he was only gone one week. But during that week, I, I was alone for the first time in six years yeah. and to think on my to myself and not be engulfed in his life. And I realized, holy shit, I am so codependent on this toxic person. He's a nice guy, good person, but... Unfortunately, he's an addict. And I started listening to podcasts and going on walks for like two, three hours a Mm -hmm. day. And that kind of served as my form of therapy. Yeah. I listened to dating podcasts and relationships. I listened to funny podcasts. I listened to empowering ones. And it really made me realize I'm so unhappy. I have to. I, I can't be in this relationship anymore. Screw the wedding. We'll lose some money, but I'd rather lose some money than be with the person that is yeah. not Okay, so uh, we don't have to totally bring up age, but you did say, like, so y'all were together for six years. Obviously, during this time, you're aging, you're learning, yeah. you're growing, and whatnot. Do you think it made it easier to walk away because you were older and also because you did have that, like, kind of separation of him not being right in front of you? I think... At first, my age scared me because okay. I was 32 when we ended things. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to be a mother. And yeah, I was worried. I've invested six years into this relationship. Is it going to be a failure that I'm single I think that's at why a lot of people stay is just because they're like, yeah. you see it as an investment. But then I realized it wasn't a failure. It was a successful relationship for what it was. But it was time for that relationship to end. And yeah. I don't look at that one as a failure because I learned so fucking much mm-hmm. about my worth, what I want, what makes me happy. 
And I'm so much stronger for it. Ugh, I love that you said that because that's something that I've tried to like share with so many friends. And I think that until you are almost maybe not at necessarily like a certain age, but you're at a certain place in life where you're ready to accept yes. like knowledge mm-hmm. and see it as like it's not a criticism. Because so many times, like whenever I was with my ex, things would happen or whatever. And I just, you know, I was like, well, we've been together this long. There's a, you know, wedding date, you know, everything. I was like, I can't, I saw it then because I was 24 as I can't walk away. Like I've, same as like you were saying, it's like you see it almost as like an investment. You're like, well, then I'm a failure if it doesn't work out. But now since I left, anytime something goes the other way, I'm just like, nope, I'll walk away. Like, I'll just say, okay, now. Good. I hate that our society sets us up to think that way. We're brainwashed to think yeah. that if a relationship ends, you failed in life. Mm-mm. And you should prioritize so many other things in a freaking relationship. That. Your mental health, your friendships, how you love, what you do, how you take care of well, yourself. Well, I think failure in general is like failure is just you learning. I agree. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with that because people are told like, oh, well, you're going to be a failure and it's given such a negative connotation. Yep. But then at the same time, it's like, you know what? Each time I fail, I'm also learning learn. something. Exactly. Like I'm learning where to improve, where I can adjust things, where I can make differences in myself. Like I think that's the biggest thing is like having some self-awareness. That's key. You have and to it is so insane to me that some people are just like so out of touch with themselves. Agreed. Do you have friends that are always complaining like, I haven't found the guy yet or I that maybe I found yeah. him, but he's not that great. But I don't want to die alone. I'm mm-hmm. I'm 26. I'm so old and I just need to settle yep. down. Like, that well, is because the saddest- I here's the thing is like thinking about it, though. Who is it and what is it in society that's giving like an age that's saying like everything in life has to be done by this age. Cause like for the longest time I thought that, and then I was like, no, like I was trying to think of like pinpointing it to like one person or something or like, you know, an era or whatever. And I was like, no, the only thing I can think of is they just say like, whenever you're older, you become higher risk for pregnancy. Yeah, that's it. 35, that's all I can think of. Geriatric yeah. Well, that's pregnancy. the thing is I, I hate that geriatric. <laughs> but then I look back and I like think about like me, like because it's always easiest to, you know, like self-reflect on yourself. Like my mom was in her late 40s when she had me. Oh, good for her. And I mean, I think I turned out okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's probably like a blessing that like nothing happened, obviously, because so many people are, you know. But here's the thing is things happen even to people who are having kids at 18, so true so that's the thing is like you literally never know so why are you going to let society or whoever like some other person power you know tell you this Mm. is what you need to do so I have a theory on that Ooh, tell me I think that it's the media so the media used to be it still predominantly is controlled by rich white men conservative rich white men Mm -hmm. they have their hegemonic stereotypes. This is what it is to be a woman. This is what it is to be a man. Women are nurturers and they have the babies. Men work. It it keeps men in power and it keeps women powerless because back in the day, like they weren't supposed to work or the ideal Mm -hmm. housewife, you know, the 1950s stereotype. 
it kept men in power and it kept a balance. But now women are like, screw that. I don't have to well, be your baby maker. And I, we're, we're getting closer to equality. We're not there yet. But well, and see, this is like a whole other conversation we could have because like, I don't know if I necessarily want full equality. And I'll be honest about that. Like, if anyone's ever like, are you a feminist? I'm like, no. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. do I want women to have all the things that they want? Yeah, go for it. Like, are there some things that I would much rather a man do? Yeah, there are. But it's not from a place of, like, I'm weak and couldn't accomplish it if I needed to. It's because I like that role. Is like, I would love to be taken out of, like, my masculine, in a sense, and have someone be my caretaker for a change. Absolutely. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think a lot of guys see it as, oh, well, you're, like, a gold digger. Because they're only seeing it for a financial aspect. But instead, and see, and that could be media too. Who knows? But the biggest thing, and also I think a lot of it is based on your upbringing though and like what you're surrounded with. But my thought is I want someone that can provide things for me, not just financially, but like can you provide just me feeling safe? Can you provide me feeling loved daily? Like can you provide whenever I'm having a bad day? Can you pull me out of it? Like, those are the things that I'm looking for, not just financial. Like, yeah, if you want to, like, pay for my nails one day or, like, be like, hey, you know what? You're having a rough day. Go get a massage. Hell yeah, I'm going to take that. But guess what? I would reciprocate that, too. And that's the thing is, like, people don't see it as that. It's, like, it's almost like a bartering system now. I haven't thought about it that way, but I agree with you. Yeah, And, like, whenever you go on dates, it's, like, I just had this conversation with Dank is – and he said he didn't really realize it is like how many men will, you know, take a girl on the date and at the end of the night they expect something in return. Mm-hmm. Did you, when you were younger, did you used to feel like, well, maybe I should, I got pressured into it a lot because I kind of thought that when I was uh, young, which is so gross. No, I think because I only had like one serious boyfriend in high school, I didn't really date. Oh, okay. And like we literally like, worked and went to church that was it so there was nothing really there I mean like obviously like we would hold hands and stuff like that and like yeah I I know this is so (laughs) scandalous and there was like I'm not gonna say outside pressure because here's the thing too is like why are we not teaching kids like not to cave into peer pressure and also like why is that's not your friend why are you listening to them I cannot agree more I I mean I have I do not have kids, but, like, my whole thing on, like, theory of, like, raising kids, I'm, like, just – I just want kids to have confidence. Yeah. To, like, make their own independent, like, thoughts. And it blows my mind that so many people, like, even intentionally and maybe even unintentionally, like, push their thoughts down to their kids. I think it's getting better now that millennials and soon Gen Z will start – raising children because it's a lot more open-minded and not as staunch in their ideals because I agree with you it's so sad and then it doesn't encourage children to be individuals and march to be the beat of their own drum they're supposed to be like their parents back in the day and well I think that's something that literally everyone can agree on is like we all crave like love Mm -hmm. like we just want to feel like loved but we're basically all told like well to get love you have to do x y and z and it's like no (laughs) 
That's, no, that's no, no. Like the whole like, oh, well, work. you know, people tell girls like, oh, well, you've got to play the game. Yeah. Or like, you know, oh, well, you know, guys just like they have they have to wait three days to call. Who made up these fucking rules? Like literally, can we please stop? It is I know. so stupid. I know it is. It literally like angers me. <laughs> and what works for one person is not going to work for the other. No. And the rules the rules aren't manipulation. I do understand some things like men are and I kind of hate saying this out loud, but men they like the chase. They're they're yes. they were hunters. So for me, when I was out there dating, I wouldn't say I'm going to wait 3 days, but I'm not going to text you back right away. I'm going to leave you hanging a little bit yes. because I don't want you to think that I'm that accessible. Okay, so I totally agree with you, but yeah. then I don't know why since you said hunters, this like theory popped in my head is like at least for anyone that hunts is you think like, okay, so you're I, I don't know. I'm I'm obviously not a hunter, but like <laughs> I've been out hunting before with someone is like, so say I'm out in a field and here comes a nice, you know, like a buck, doe, buck, whatever. Like here comes a deer, and you're just like, oh, that's a really nice one. Well, if it doesn't like run from you and shit, are you still gonna like? Are you gonna shoot it? Like, yeah. th- it literally like I hate that analogy because it's like you I've literally don't take that. the prize until it's literally just standing in front of you. Yeah, it's it's not as rewarding if it's not running. Yeah, for and its, it's like life, that. So like, really but up. if it's running for its life. And you just happen to shoot it like at the right angle and yeah. everything else. Like, no, you're gonna end up just like injuring an animal. That is true. Oh shit, that's another good There's analogy. It's like that is that's the thing, a... is like you're just injuring someone because you're like just taking a shot and then yeah. be like, you fucked it up. That's a really Damn, look at me go. I was about to say you should voice <laughs> note this, but this is being recorded, so <laughs> thank God. <laughs> no, but like no, I, that is a really good analogy. I don't know why that literally just popped in my head, but I just think it's so stupid because I was also thinking about this as um, my sister's done like a lot of, she used to work with like a lot of therapists and stuff. And she always told me, she was like, whenever it comes to, you know, someone being like, oh, well, tell me about your family. I'm just like, oh, well, my mom died. And, you know, my dad's a piece of shit. And people are kind of like, oh. And yeah, she's what's... like, she's always like, you don't have to give everyone like full details. And I was like, but why not? You seem like a straightforward yeah, person. I, was I like, actually really respect that because a lot of people float around. But that's the thing is, the so, but like she that. had said, she was like, you know, you can just be like, oh, well, you know, my dad and I just don't really have a relationship. And like, you can word it nicer. But I was like, what? That's not my truth, though. Mm-hmm. So why am I looked at like I'm crazy for just being honest? Because women are, we're demure and we're supposed to be a little bit buttoned up. And that's bullshit. It is. I think so too. But it's so funny to think about because like that it all relates back to like dating. Is they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you've got to let him chase you and like don't tell him everything at once. I'm like, look, I'm tired of wasting my time. Yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm looking for, what I want. And then I'm going to give you your little trial period. <laughs> and if yeah. it works, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, but then also my thing is, like men just lying and the women do it too. But the whole like, I'm going to bring it up now because it's a recent topic. But like a couple years ago, I was like dating, talking situationship with this guy. Mm-hmm. And he made it seem like, I mean, we were together all the time. We talked, you know, like beginning of the day to the end of the day. Like he was the first text I got in the morning. How long was this situationship for? So it was like three or four months. 
Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm thinking, you know, like, okay, well, cool. Like, this should definitely, like, be evolving and turning into something after, like, three or four months. Yeah. That's and an appropriate amount of time, I would say. I think that we both had talked about, we both had, like, childhood shit, you know, whatever. But I was just like, look, I'm trying to, like, I'm letting you know. I'm interested. I like you. I don't care about the bullshit, whatever. And so, we ended things because he was not there. He was not ready whatever well Mm -hmm. fast forward to like a couple weeks ago who comes back around who and we'd been Uh. we'd like I think it was last year he'd reached out and apologized and he was like I treated you badly I need to apologize I was not in a good place you were always very supportive of me you're an amazing person blah 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 men they love feel like they have to absolve themselves just to make I love them feel it, like they're not a piece of crap. I th- I think it's kind of selfish, honestly. I don't think really? it's pure intention. Mm-mm. Okay, so I can definitely see your point, but I also like it because I'm like, yeah, because guess what? Every single guy I've dated has come back around that's and been a good like, feeling right. It really is, and like maybe that's a little fucked up, but it just it really is. Yeah. It's like it's like. I know I'm not the problem because mm-hmm. all you motherfuckers come back and like apologize or want a second chance. And guess what? You don't get one. Yeah. But then the thing is, is like, so we've been talking, whatever. So what do you think about people that do let someone in again after they already know how things played out the first time? I think it depends how long you have been with that person. If it's like, I mean, I feel like three to four months is like pretty average these days for like dating. Yeah, I agree. I think that life situations and circumstances can have a lot to do with something. I don't know. I think it's a case by case basis, honestly. I know. And that's the thing that's so hard. Yeah. So are you like contemplating I, picking mm, things up with him? I don't again? think picking things up, but maybe some other fun. <laughs> casual fun. Yeah. Casual fun. We all have needs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. I was like, it's very tempting, but nothing's been done so far. So what does your gut tell you? I haven't even asked. <laughs> you don't want to know it's the answer. That's probably true. I'm just like, I'm like, shut up. Don't talk to me right now. Can't come to the phone. Yeah. New year. Who dis? Yeah. Healthy no. habits. 2023, baby. I was like, I mean, we all try, but it is what it is. So I think it is, is like, sometimes you're like, am I going to do this and play with fire again? Mm-hmm. Or can I make it a conscious choice to do it or not do it? Yeah. I don't know. Only you can answer that question. I know. The struggle's real. For yourself. Are you active on dating apps or are you just kind of... So I got off of all of the dating apps and stuff forever ago. And then at the beginning of the year, I got bored one day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let me just see what's going on. Like if anything's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Same fucking people that have been there for like five years like, and it's so funny because, like, I feel like at this point we should all be sending each other, like, Christmas cards because, like, we all will, like, rematch and we're just like, yeah. hey, again. And it's like, sh- like, do you want to meet my family? Like, yeah. like, can we just, like, go to dinner? But it's like, you never even meet the fucking people. Yeah. And it's like the first time you matched with the dude, he was a single father of a one-year-old. Yeah, no, And then you three. get back on and, yeah, he has, yes. they're, like, in the fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, or, like, you see the photo of, like, just the wife, the ex-wife cut out and you're just like, oh, yeah. damn, you did a lot in two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. It's always sad when you make the rounds and it comes yeah. back. That's actually how I met my boyfriend, though. Is it? What Was it on, like, Hinge or Bumble? It was on the or worst what? one. Shut. 
wait, Tinder? That was on Tinder. I was gonna, I was about to say, I was gonna say plenty of fish, and then I was like, wait, Tinder. Oh, the OG. No, it was on Tinder. It was wait, three... but were you like looking? Because you know, oh, Tinder's like the booty no. call one. Oh yeah. So, so is that were you, was that what you were looking for, and it just like happened, or were you just like, no, let me see if I can find the love of my life on here? No, I just I just wanted to fuck. Okay. Honestly, I so my ex and I we. When we ended, I ended things in June of 2020, we hadn't been intimate for eight months. Mm -hmm. We just had no sex. I thought I was asexual. I was like, I just don't need sex. I'm just one of those girls. And then when I did some work, I was Mm -hmm. like, I am a sexual being. So we broke up. I moved back home with my mom for a little bit. And I was like, I want to go on dates. I want to have some fun. That's fun. Yeah. And it was. And I was very clear with and it made it easier that I had no intention to date because guys were like, great, you just want to have fun. <laughs> and we would go on some dates. Actually, the restaurant I work at now was my very first date. Stop, really? After, yeah, entering into Ooh, the single world. That was world. a good one then. Yeah, that was part of the reason I work there now because I got such good vibes. Oh, there, I love it. I actually didn't meet him online. I had worked with him 10 years prior. Always had a crush, but we were always in relationships. In the wild or like were y'all following each other on social media or what? In the wild. He was my trainer at an old (gasps) restaurant. And he's like a wine psalm. And I was like, oh, he's so cultured and sexy and (laughs) took me on this date. He can bring me wine. I show up to the date and my ex was like a mess. So I go on this date with this new guy and he has a bottle of champagne on ice. He has a bottle of Cabernet being decanted, ready for me at Shut the table. Up. Pre-ordered appetizers. He was such a douche. And I found out later he actually had a girlfriend. No. And yeah, nothing ever happened physically with him. But he's our wine rep at the restaurant now, so I see him, and it's always awkward. He brings all his Does first he still dates have the girlfriend? there. Wait. Uh, no, he has a new one now. <laughs> but he brings all his first dates there, and I had to wait on them one time. And I was like, this fucking guy... I was like telling my friends at work, I bet he's going to message me because he'll Facebook message me when he's drunk. Does he just write you and he's like, damn, you still look good? Or like, what are you doing? He's not that obvious. Oh, okay. He's like, it was so good to see you. We should catch up. And I'm like, hey, you know, I have a boyfriend now. I'm not interested. It's not appropriate. Yeah, he's no bueno. But I don't know where that tangent was going. Oh, Tinder. Yeah. I was like, Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had fun on the apps. And I met my boyfriend. He had just gone through a divorce. I, I was nearly single. We just both wanted to have fun and yeah. keep it chill and casual. And we fought it for a very long time of just okay. we like I just was, trying to do like the friends with benefits. Yeah, like oh open, you know, yeah. we we'll hang out together, but we're not exclusive. Did you still go on other dates while y'all were dating? I went on two other. Okay. And I just missed him the whole time. But I was Stop. like what did he go on other dates? <sighs> so Oh geez. <laughs> we have uh, a weird story. So when I met him, he was in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. Okay. And he told me about it. I didn't I didn't respond when I found that out. Okay, real quick. Can we share what that is for people that do not know? Yes. So because there's ethically and then like unethically. Une- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which so, is cheating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unethically non-monogamous is yes, cheating. But ethically non-monogamous is where... Both partners decide we're going to be open, but they make their own rules. Yeah. Um, it can be, you know, you have to get approval from the spouse. Some spouses don't care. They're like, yeah, go some out, pe- do whatever. That's the thing is like some people are literally married that do this, mm-hmm. which is confusing to me because I'm like, why would you get married? Well, they were married. Stop. They were? He was a married man when I met him. 
And I was like, I'm not, I'm not looking to be a third. Like, it just sounds to me like you're a sketchy guy that wants to cheat on his wife and is yeah. saying all that. But then I was kind of curious. I didn't respond. And he just sent me, or no, I did, I did respond. I said, I'm not interested. And he said, okay, well, I hope you have the best of luck out there. You're really pretty. You seem interesting. Um, good luck with everything moving forward or something. He was just really nice. And he wasn't yeah. an asshole or like sketchy about it. And I was like, hey, well, no. He wasn't one of the guys that you say like, oh, I'm not interested. And he's like, fuck, fuck you, 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 bitch. bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the yeah. ultimate go-to. It was just like, fuck you, you fucking four eyes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. just like, bro, like those are sunglasses. <laughs> Shut up. I know. I've had that happen before. I actually uh, have very thick glasses, and I've been called that before on the dating app. Oh, I've gotten called so many things, and I think it's the, my favorite thing. Obviously, we're getting so off topic on so many things, but one of my favorite things is, like, a guy who thinks that, like, he can literally, like, insult you, and, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, you, you know, fat pussy, blah, 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 whatever, and it's just like, you can't, you know, I downgraded for you, and I'm just yeah. like... I'm like, you sure seem really upset for somebody who downgraded to a fat bitch. Well, it seems like they think maybe if they tear you down, <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, oh, never mind. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no, that's what I literally do uh, is like this literally ha – it's so funny because this happened to me like a week and a half ago is this guy – he came up on that are we dating the same guy or whatever DFW. I'm obsessed with that Facebook group. Oh, oh God, we're getting so off topic. I, know, I was like, okay. we have so many different things to discuss. <laughs> but it was so funny because like there's been so many – things on there that are like I love that group because it is good for a woman because there's literally been murderers on there a girl yeah. in the group actually got murdered by I didn't see that post. her name was I believe Kayla Kelly Aww. um she found out the guy she was dating was married and had a wife she confronted him and he killed her yeah oh so all the guys God. listening whenever y'all are going around saying women are fucking crazy for having this fucking Facebook page that is why. Like, it is not a, a fucking joke. And, and that's the thing is, like, obviously, yes, men are at risk for many things, too. But, like, women, I'm not good. I are far more at risk for things like that. Well, statistically, it's yeah. proven. Yeah. It literally, like, blows my mind. But anyways, back to Rewind. trying. So this guy that I literally, I mean, we're talking, like, fuck, how old am I? I mean, we're talking, like. Over 10, 12 years ago. Okay. That I never even went on a date with, hooked up with one time, and we just stayed in touch. Like, we would always run into each other or whatever. Anyways, so he was on there. I also ended up, he, I think it was last year, he started messaging me out of the blue like he normally does. And he was just like, let's just get married. And I was like, no. I was like, I was like, red flag. Like, haven't heard from that's you forever, and, like, that's the first message you're going to send back. So I obviously went to his Facebook page, and I scrolled down, and I see he's tagged with a girl. And so I go to the girl's page or whatever, and I'm like, he's in a motherfucking relationship. And so I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm sick of men. I'm sick of cheating. I'm sick of all the shit. So I write her a message. Good I'm for like, you. Yeah. I hate when women, when I know this happens, happens like, like, I don't want to get involved. Wouldn't she want to know? Yes. Yes. And so... And everyone has their own theories or opinions, whatever. Don't yeah. come for me. But so I wrote her and I was like, I did the typical, hey, girl, I hate to fucking be this person. But, yeah. you know, hit her with some, like, facts. And then I was like, look, it's your life, your choice, whatever. But if you do want information or anything, I was like, I will send screenshots and everything else. I obviously didn't tell him. 
Good. She happened to be out of the country. So she didn't get it for 24 hours. <gasps> and then she wrote me back and she was just like, holy shit. All my friends hate him. I thought something was go- weird. Wow. Send me everything. Her and I are friends now. Oh, I love Like, that. so we talk like probably like at least once a week or whatever and love her to death. She's amazing. But anyways, he popped up on this thing mm-hmm. on the page on the, are we dating the same guy? And so I just said, run. <laughs> and I <laughs> was like, like the run emoji. That yeah, I was just like, <laughs> run. And so the person was like anonymous or whatever. And then they were like, you know, do you feel comfortable giving any more information? And I was like, this person is, you know, A, B, and C. And I was like, you know, you're welcome to message me if you want, if you need more information. But I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. Let me tell you, women are so fucking shady. I know who it was, too. So that's the best part. I know a you're woman going with this. in the group me sad. sent him a screenshot of it. Mm-hmm. So my happy ass is asleep. And my phone oh starts my blowing up. And I'm like, why the fuck is he calling me of all people? And I had had him muted. And so I wasn't getting any text messages. Uh-huh. So he starts psycho texting me, psycho calling me. And I'm just like, what is going on? He's like, you, so you really? answered. No, I didn't answer. Okay. Hell no. I was okay. like, I have receipts. I was like, everything is in writing. Like, yeah. you're not going to fucking catch me somehow. And so <laughs> he like obviously starts just berating me being like, you know, you cheated on your husband with me. And I was like, no, I did not. And I was like, yeah, I was much? just like, yeah, I was like, no. He was like, yeah. He was like, we hooked up the very first time that we ever saw each other. I was like, also not true. He like made up this whole alternate story wow. of things. And so I was like, you know what? I have time today. So I went <laughs> through and I like sent him a picture. Like the first time we met, we had a picture together. Yeah. Sent him the date. And then the first time he texts me after I got divorced, sent him that. And I was just like, and then, oh, I'm, do not fuck with me when it comes to that shit. I was like, I wouldn't want to. You're not gonna fucking catch me lying. Yeah. Like, no. I was like, and guess what? I own my shit. Have I fucked up a lot? Absolutely fucking lutely. But no, you're not gonna call me a liar Mm because I'm not fucking one. Anyways, so all that shit. But he was just, Berating me, berating me, berating me, saying everything like he could think of that was hurtful. Well, and that's I was how you know like, he has a guilty conscience. Exactly. If he's having to pull everything out of the woodwork and lie. I was like, this is what you're doing at 3 a.m. I was like, first of all, you're probably beyond intoxicated. I was about to say that. Yep. And so I'm just like, okay, well, this fat bitch needs to go to bed. So, you know, whatever. But that's the thing is, I was just like, and he just kept going. And I was like, well, I was like, you know, I was like, I'm just so fat and, you know, you like had to like dumb it down and like, you know, take pity on me. So I was like, I got to go to bed now. I was like, stop texting me. And like, I just, you just give into it every single time. And I was like, bro, I was like, my dad is a piece of shit and doesn't love me. Like, I don't have a parent that loves me. I was like, you really think you can fucking hurt me? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not the one. Yeah, like try like, your, I've been try called your best. every single it's name been, in the book. I was like, my dad literally said he didn't want me. Like, what do you think you can do to hurt me? I'm I'm proud of you that you seem to have such a good like self awareness and um, worth in yourself, even though you experienced that yeah. with your dad. I also had an awful, oh. awful toxic father. I actually found out when I was 23 he was not my biological father, Stop. so I was like absolved. See, I've been dying for that to happen to me. I've literally mentioned yeah. it so many times. I'm like, I like I did that 23 and me. Yeah. 
And I was like, please let me find out that's not my dad. And he was. But it's one of those things that like, it's so insane because I don't know what it is. Is like, I do think you're right. Is like, it's people with a guilty conscience. Yeah. Conscience. 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 I was like, (laughs) I don't know why that was so difficult right then. Um, But like, I always feel like people who anger easily in like a fight, I'm like, why are you so upset right now? If mm-hmm. you have nothing that you did wrong or to hide, child trauma goes all. But that's the thing is to that. Like, but you know, they because were like, up somehow yeah, I'm that's like how they. But it's also, I think it's like being guilty. Yeah. Of shit. Yeah. Because I think that now, especially like someone could be like yelling at me in my face or something, and be like, okay, that's cool. Well, I didn't do it, so. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what? Like. I've never, what are you expecting? I've never understood why people act that way and lash out it's it's so opposite of my personality I think I'm more avoidant in my feelings and have you done all those like attachment style quizzes yes do you know what your attachment style is so I would say mm, I I get the secure attachment answer because I think that I answer it that way but I I, (laughs) I'm more avoidant I'm definitely more avoidant if I like, I like my, I'm an only child and I like my independence and yeah. I don't want my partner to, I don't need them to text me every five minutes. I don't want them to text me all the time. I need my own space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it says secure, but I think I'm more like avoidant. What are you? I think, and I didn't know this was possible, but I think I'm anxious and avoidant. Okay. I think I'm like kind of middle because every now and then I have like moments where I'm just like, fuck it. I just like. I'll just ignore everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where I'm like, wait, this literally doesn't make sense. Like I need an answer right now. Yeah. Of like what's going on. Okay. Does that make sense? Me too. Yeah. I'm very like middle of the road. I feel like, because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, well whatever you're being stupid or like, I'm like, this isn't worth a fight. And so I just avoid everything and shut Mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Or I'll walk away or do whatever. But then there's other times that, I'm like, wait a second, none of this makes sense. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, make it make sense to to, me. Yeah, I need to know now. Yeah. Have you heard of Jay Shetty? Yes, I love him. I'm obsessed with him. Did you watch the Caller Daddy with him? Oh, I have. He did the podcast rounds, and I watched and listened to all of them. Yes, I watched. I love Caller Daddy. Yeah, I was like, we'll have to talk about that another yeah. What else were we talking about? That we keep we, getting. Wait, we're, we're talking about your thirty tangents. Your now boyfriend who was oh ethically like, non. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. We had so many things. Yeah, that. that's what I told you. I was like, I knew that this was going to be something that we had yeah. to do multiple times. Oh my god, I love it. So yes, he was ethically non-monogamous. I but he was married. He was married. Okay. I was curious. I was in that phase of my life. I was like, fuck it. I'm curious. I want to explore this. I explored BDSM Stop, with this. I had a, really? a dom for a minute. Oh my god. Uh, I love I, this. Yeah, I I lived lived the life, and with him, I was like, okay, let's talk about your situation, and then we we hit it off so quickly and organically. And I was like, hey, well, I just want to meet him. This will be a good story. I've always wanted to write a memoir. I'm a journalism major. Yes, I I want stories and life experiences. So I said, before we ever go out, though, I need you to FaceTime me with your wife because I don't just want this to be a sketchy thing. Oh, my thing. God. That's so like, smart. I would have yeah, never thought of that. I I don't want to be a mistress. I think Fuck no. I don't condone cheating. Who does? But so we like 
FaceTimed and we're all like drinking a beer over FaceTime, listening to Taylor Swift. She's super cool. She's talking about like, oh, I'm going on this date with this guy and blah, blah, blah. And you have my blessing. I'm like, okay. Uh, so we plan a date and he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I just want to go on a patio somewhere. This yeah. was in September, so it's not super hot. It's kind yeah. of, you know, still kind of hot, but it's Texas. Yeah. So we planned to go to Woodshed mm-hmm. and it was a Saturday night. And he's like, let's meet at seven. And I was like, okay, well, if we meet at seven o'clock, there's no reservations. It's, you just have to wait. And that yeah. wait at Woodshed, it's insane. Insane. So he was like, I'm actually going to get there at, uh, at six, put our name on the wait list so you don't have to wait. And I'm like, okay, that's really what nice. a gentleman. Yeah. And then I get there. And I had told him at uh, Pinot Noir, just like the one that we're drinking right now, um, from a certain valley in Oregon is my favorite Pinot. Is it Willamette? Willamette. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love Willamette Pinots. So he brought me a bottle of it. Shut up. And I'm like, this is like Isn't Jeffrey Dahmer. So like ridiculous how like those teeny tiny things are just like, I'm this is amazing. Yes. But I didn't let myself get super excited because I'm like, he's married. This is just fun for what it is. Anyway, fast forward. A month after we're talking, him and his wife decide, like, it was a last-ditch effort for their marriage, their relationship. So, wait, they got married not originally? No. Oh, like, no. Okay, They gotcha. were together for years, and then things got stale. So, as a last-ditch effort, they said, let's try polyamory. And you're not supposed to start polyamory if you're in a bad place. You're yeah. only supposed to do it if you're solid. And it it broke them apart, and he— I don't—I would not be able to do it. Yeah. Oh, me neither. Absolutely not. I would have so many questions. I'd be like, where have you been? What have you been doing? How long? Like, what did, yeah. did like, they look at you for too long? Like, I, I'm not going to get into all the other things that I would say, <laughs> but. It, it, no, in the comparison and that with the other people, I, I couldn't do it either. So, yeah, they, they part ways. Next time I see him after that, he's like, I have to tell you, we're getting a divorce. It's pretty amicable. Like, they had a two-year-old together. Okay. Um, just one. Just okay. one. Yeah. Okay. He said, it's amicable, but I, this might change things for you because I know that you're not looking for – he's like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I was like, well, I guess we can keep talking. So we keep talking for months and months, and I just fucking fall in love with him. Wait, were you all just – but you say talking, or were you all still going on dates and stuff? Oh, yes. No, s- sorry. I'm okay, I like an like... eighth-grade girl. Like, we're, <laughs> we're not dating. We're just in the talking stage. But, yeah, no, we were going on dates, having sleepovers, meeting each other's friends, and – I just, I fall in love with him and he's just such a great person. And then after a while, we're like, yeah, I guess let's do this. It's weird. So then, Wait, how long did it take? Um, Like four or five months. Okay. And then we became official and we're just like, I love you. And I, I fought it because I wanted to be single and have fun. And yeah, the situation was so weird and it sounds so sketchy, but fast forward to now, we are great friends with his ex. She's engaged to a British man. Wait, what? And we all like hang out. We are not polyamorous. <laughs> it is not <laughs> like that. Um, they co-parent beautifully together. And I was so scared to meet his ex-wife. because, Like it, in person. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt like a mistress, even though she knew about me the whole time and gave the blessing. I was like, did you leave your wife Wait, for me? So is she still poly? Do you know? I don't think, I don't think so. Um, there's no evidence to suggest that. Okay. Um, but I mean, her, her fiance, yeah, he lives abroad. So wait, is she moving abroad? No. So. Cause I was like with a kid, like 
they had in, in their divorce uh, papers, they they can't if either one of them moves more than like fifty miles outside of the area, they forego custody because they have fifty fifty custody. Oh shit! So her fiance is getting a visa, K one visa, and he's gonna move here. Oh, and they're gonna get married. Okay. So wait, did they start dating like after y'all or yes. around the same time or like what? So they've only been together maybe a year. And, and y'all got together longer. Quick. It was, yeah, it was two years in September. Oh my gosh. We actually just moved in with each other. We moved my mom in with us too. Stop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So are you thinking like an engagement's coming or what do you, have y'all talked about it or what are your thoughts? Because clearly he's been married. If, you were almost married. Yeah. Like, do you still want to get married? Like, what are your thoughts Not on it in general now? Not really. Like, okay. I used to always think I wanted that, but I'm much more now. I just want to be present and happy with my partner day to day and give each other those affirmations. And I'm so happy. And maybe, like, down the road. Mm-hmm. But I like, I think it's romantic that we have an active choice each day. Yeah. Hey, I I still like you a lot. I still love you. Like, let's keep doing this. Thank you so much for saying that. Something one of my friends, I think it was actually her dad told her this when she was like kind of struggling in her marriage. And I thought it was so phenomenal is it was either her dad or mom. I can't remember. But basically said like love is a choice. Like you choose to love somebody. And so it was one of those things where like, you know, people were like, oh, we just fell out of love. And it's like. But were you actually actively trying to continue to love that person or what was going on? I completely, I, yes, I see you for that. And love should not be unconditional with your partner. Like I have conditions to my love. Yeah. Like if you're going to go cheat on me or be abusive, but I unconditionally, no, that's a condition I'm not worth. Well, but that's the thing is I think people, at least whenever it comes to like a religious aspect, I think take that literally as the Bible and they're just like, well, it's the Bible. It literally says this. The Bible says a lot of things that have interpretations mm-hmm. and are not just black and white. Like, so there's that. I completely also. agree. And people interpret it the way that they see fit. Well, that's fits there. And that's a whole other conversation that we could yeah. get into as far as like, there's things that like people interpret day to day whenever it comes to like Religion, politics, sex, absolutely, you know, children, abortion, et cetera. And you pick and choose when those things are convenient to fit your agenda. Mm-hmm. And that is not what the Bible is meant for. So let's just throw that out there. But used, yeah, it's like people use it as a weapon. Yeah. And it is not <sighs> meant to be a weapon whatsoever. It's meant to be like, we're not even going to go there right now. But We'll save that for another episode. Talking religion and politics on the first <laughs> first podcast together. Yes. But I'm just, okay, so what are like two things that are so different in your relationship now versus your past one that you see and you're like, damn, I didn't see that before? Oh, I love that question so much. That's a really I, good did I? I don't even question. know if I worded that properly, but like. Do you get what no, I mean? No, I absolutely, I love it. Oh, yeah, I, I could list so many. I think the most um, compelling one is just how he is a positive influence and a light in my life. Like, that is so important. Yeah. he does, In relationships, uh, yeah. friends, family, everything. Mm-hmm. 
like, are you excited to tell your partner if something cool happens or a funny story? Do they shut it down? Or are they interested and active? And like, I can tell he respects me and values me. in your life, though. Yes. But especially a partner like Mm -hmm. that. I think sometimes that's where I get upset is like every now and then like something amazing will like happen or even if it's like something bad and I kind of want to be pulled out of it. I'm like, I don't who who do I tell? (laughs) That is a struggle for me, too. I had a really cool career highlight happen yesterday, actually. Uh And there's a friend of mine whom I love dearly. And I shared the news with and I knew it wouldn't. It was a composite, oh, great. And no yeah. follow-up questions. Like, they weren't – and I knew they, they don't care. And yeah. I'm like, why do I keep going back to you for – I know. And see, I think that's, like, validation. one of those things that's so hard is, like, sometimes you're, like, you're supposed to be my person. Like, mm-hmm. like I would be excited for you. Who is that person in your life if uh, something great happened? Oh, like, my best friend, Michelle. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, like, hands down every single time. We've yeah. been through hell and back together. How long? I, I mean, we've been best friends since we were 12. Like, we're sisters. Like, oh, she's family. Like, so, and well, well, really, I shouldn't even say, like, she's my family. Like, I'm her family. Like, mm. her parents are my parents. Like, That's they're beautiful. the fucking best. That's so, but, like, I, I'm very lucky. The friends that I have now, I feel like especially, like, the people that I, like, go to and count on and tell things, I think are just, like, God's gift to me. Well, that says a lot about you, too, that you have matured and know how to surround yourself with people like that. Yeah. I haven't gotten... I've been so stagnant for so long until I got back in school and started pursuing yeah. goals and dreams, and now I'm getting into that, but I, I, I was surrounding myself with meh people. I'm like, was I a meh person? And I'm trying to get out of it. I think sometimes you just end up seeing the potential in people. 100%. And you're yeah. like, I know you have it in you, but then you're just, you question, you're like, why aren't you giving it back to me if I give it to you? And then but you like, feel resentment. Yes. Like, I'm giving you everything. Yeah. Why and and it, it's hard because it's like, it's literally like relationships, friends, like yeah. family, et cetera. But like, that's the thing is like, I think that's why my sister told me she thought it was so cute is like people that say like, oh, that's my family. I and love- it's like friends that are family. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't necessarily have like, quote unquote, family. Like I have a couple but, like, my friends are my family. And it's chosen, and I think there's yes. something so beautiful about that. This is kind of random, but it makes me think back to when you were talking about your dad and you mm-hmm. took the 23andMe. Does some of you feel sad that you're like, ah, part of my DNA is that piece of shit? And All like, I wish the I'd... fucking time. Yeah. All the fucking time. I consistently am just like, how did I come from that? Mm-hmm. But it's like so how? great, though, that you have the potential to be that shitty. And <laughs> yeah, but here you are like a yeah. beautiful, amazing but person. See, and this would also get into I, God, I don't know how many times I've said this phrase. This fucking episode is like that would be a whole other thing, too, though, is like so many people I feel like use it as a crutch. But then also I understand that the things you go through as a child and your traumas and things do mm. affect you because I fucking get it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I hate when people use like, oh, well, this happened to me when I was a kid. So I'm like this. I totally agree. Because if you looked at a chart 
with a description of me and my background versus like, say someone else, you'd be like, oh, this person's definitely probably an addict. This person probably didn't graduate high school. This person probably didn't do this. This person probably doesn't have a job. You know, this person's probably never going to get married. Like, Wait, and this would be your chart? No, like, that would be like, that yeah, I was oh like, that's the thing is they'd probably be like, you know, based on whatever. The adversity and but the then, stuff that you've. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, I literally, when I, especially whenever I turned 18 and I knew college was coming, I was like, I have to leave and never look back. I went back to Granbury because that's where I went to high school. And that's where my dad and stepmom lived. I went back one time and one time only. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that's, and it was Granbury to get all my stuff either. It's not like it's a far drive to commit to. It was to get all my stuff. Good for you. Yeah. And I just, but that's the thing is like, once again, I think you have to be self-aware, realize you have a choice. You have to realize like people pushing the, oh, well, you know, anyone that's blood is your family. And like, that's everything. No, it's not. I hate that. I promise you that that is not true. And I promise you there are people out there that are like going to go above and beyond for you that you don't have a inkling of blood relationship to. I yeah no I I can I completely agree. It's making me emotional because oh, some yeah. of the thing the people that have helped me the most in my life they're not exactly related and there's something so beautiful in that. It, it is well out- because like it's a choice to it's them. A choice. Same as like we said not with like chore. love is like it's yeah. not like oh well that's my dad I have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like no this is my friend and I want to do it because I love them. Your family and I want to support them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like I think it's even deeper it's like a more pure love it is because you choose it Mm -hmm. versus being like oh I was born into this yeah (laughs) oh it's family gotta deal with it Mm -hmm. yeah exactly oh it's beautiful so yeah what else were we talking about um oh I asked you what was something else about oh something between your relationships (sighs) there's so many that come to mind um no he just didn't Okay, here's a good one. I don't have to worry about him lying or sneaking around or doing something. Like you've never just like caught him in like a shit ton of lies. And no, and I have. I realized in this relationship, I have so emotional baggage from my past one that I got paranoid in the beginning with my current partner. Like, why did you take? I'm not. I wasn't a paranoid person before this. I'd be like, well, why didn't? Why did you take five more minutes to get here than you said? Like, what's going on? Because my ex would be going to Como and getting Mm -hmm. his drugs that he liked to get. I was about to go on another tangent. Not going to do it. Um, (laughs) No, I I, I just trust him, and he's a beautiful person in and out. Um, I mentioned earlier that we we just got a house together, and my mom lives with us. So um, she got sick last March with breast cancer, and she's, like, my person. I'm an only child, single parent. That's awful. That's it was. It was terrible. So um, she came and lived with me in my tiny apartment. Yeah. Um, because my ex-stepdad that she lived with was so she's emotionally, single now? verbally abusive. Yes. Okay. So I was like, girl, come live with me. I'll take care of you during chemo. Oh, my and, God. Um, yeah. And then my current boyfriend and I had always planned to move in with each other uh, in October of 2022. And he was like, babe, I think we should talk about having your mom come live with us. And we can just be a unit and be there together. And I oh wanted that God. to happen, but I was like, this is our first time moving in with each other. We're a new couple. I want I want to bring my mom. I'm going to bring it up to him, but he brought it up first. 
And so we've all been living together. I love him. And I love him too. And my mom's last day of radiation was actually today. That's she amazing. rang the bell. Oh my and God. And she's cancer free. Like literally today. It's been like such a crazy oh, whirlwind. What a great day. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. It was good. It was good. Oh, that's so but, amazing. I'm yeah. sure it also gives like. It has to give your mom peace of mind to see you in a healthy relationship. Yeah. When things were looking really bad, um, she had the conversation with them. Like, hey, if so- if something happens, like, I need you to take care of her. And he yeah. promised her. He was like, I will. And oh. and then when she started getting better, he told me about the conversation. I was like, oh. But, oh, my God. Yeah. My heart. <laughs> that oh, makes sweet. me so happy. Yeah, me too. But isn't it crazy how – you can literally like look back and you're just like, holy shit, my life could have been so different. And like the shit that I used to stand for yes. that I thought was normal and okay now, yes. like I could be living that unhappy. Of a- I didn't even realize how unhappy I was yeah. until I got happy. You never realize. I totally agree with that. I really don't think you do see it until you're like out of it. And it's almost like you're viewing it from above yes. and you're like, wait, that oh. was me. And you're just like, damn. I really like I know. I would have been in a bad place. Isn't that nuts? It it is nuts. And it's like delusional when you look back on your former self telling your cuz I'm very good at lying to myself and be like, "Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything oh, is I okay." Oh, I do that. Too. I, I can push excuses. shit down forever if I need Same. to. But then I'm just like, "Don't be that person again." Don't. And some people never evolve. Some no. people just stay stuck in it, and it's so sad to me. Yeah. You're so right. I love my 30s because I've like g- I'm grown into. I mean, I always say I'm 21 forever, but mm. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> um, but I completely agree. Like, yeah. I feel like I hate to say it because obviously you always heard it when you were younger. But like anytime my like even just younger friends do something, I'm like, look. I know you don't want to hear this, but when I was yes. your age, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm that person now. Yeah, but I'm like, but it's so true. Don't you wish you would have really heard and received that information when oh, you were in your early yes. 20s? But also, I look back, or not even look back, I, like, remember back on conversations that I had with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember this one conversation my grandma and I had. And, like, she was always nice to my, like, ex-husband and stuff. And, you know, always like, oh, he's great. You know, whatever. She never said a mean thing. She was also literally just, like, the a saint walking this earth. Like, oh. Oh, her and my grandpa were like the best but a couple months before our actual wedding I remember she just randomly told me a story she was like yeah she was like this um you know it was like a friend of a friend's like granddaughter or whatever she was like yeah you know she was like she you know was supposed to be getting married or whatever and you know she called it off and she was just like because she said it just didn't feel right and she was like, you know, she was like, I just really respected that. And, like, I was kind of like, she was trying to tell me. Did you know at the time that no. that's exactly what she was No. Oh, wow. No. Not at all. What a sweet grandmother. But, like, she didn't want to point the fingers. No. She just wanted to lead you there. Yeah. I'm like, just in case. And, like, it crushes me because, like, thinking on it now is I'm just like, it, like, the answer was right there in front of me. Yeah. Like, she never steered me wrong. She never did a single thing, like, you know, against me. Like, she was my, one of my biggest supporters, but I was just like, for whatever reason, I mentally blocked it mm-hmm. and was like, I can't listen to that right now. And now I'm like, damn, 
are you kind of glad that you didn't listen and you went through with it and now you have this life lesson? Are you like, well, I'm, fuck, I here's the thing is like some money I'm, and some years. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I'm kind of like you is like, I feel like as much as I hate everything that happened, mm-hmm. I'm also grateful because it did teach me so much. And it also made me who I am today. Yeah. But I feel like that's everything with life is like, True. as cheesy as it may sound, like regardless of, you know, I've talked about like my dad, my stepmom, my mom, like whatever it is. And this is why I try and be so open about stuff with the podcast. It still made me who I am. Yeah. Regardless of like how shitty it is, regardless of my wrongdoings, regardless of other people's wrongdoings, it has taught me so much. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like you can go through hell and literally still end up okay. And I think you're probably helping a lot of people too with your perspective. And now you have a public platform talking about these things and being relatable to somebody that might be going through that same kind of issue right now. Yeah. But that's also why like you and I talked and whenever, you know, first time we met, I was like, Hey, come on the podcast. Yeah. Because I was like, we hit it off immediately. And I was like, this is what I want is like, these genuine unscripted conversations what we had like a three minute like brief I was like anything you don't want to talk about um but like these like genuine conversations that you have with people like you and I this is the second time we've ever seen each other I know isn't that wild and like we're just sitting here like pouring our hearts out to each other yeah because that's the thing is when people can sit down and like take the world out of it Mm -hmm. we can sit here and just be like okay I agree I disagree like whatever is it the end of the world no you and I could sit here and have like a massive debate and be like, I do not agree with you whatsoever. Is it the end of the world? No. Absolutely not. Does it change the way I think of you? No. And that's personally my perspective. I know there's other people that don't yeah. feel that way. But I am like, I have plenty of friends that I disagree with some of their perspectives, but I also know who they are as a person. Yeah. Well, it all boils down to character. Yeah. And are you somebody that leads with love? And that, once again, getting back to love. Yeah. Oh, I, important. I wore my cheesy oh love my God, shirt. Oh, my God. I see I was that. Like, well, it's February. Oh, I so. love it. <laughs> see, I love, love. my The back of mine says you're so lame. So, <laughs> yin, yin and yang right here. Well, no, it says, it's YSL, but it's you're so oh, lame. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Is that Issa Laurent or is that <laughs> yeah. you're so lame? You're so lame. <laughs> yeah. But. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. I was like, I just think it's so, like, this is why I fucking love this, is, like, regardless of, I could have one listener, whoever you are out there. Um, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I just, I want to, like, it's like an open diary. Yeah. You know? I like, share let's the just talk. love with you, too. Yeah, like, the connection and talking and just, like, diving deep and having those conversations. And yeah. It is, it is. It's therapy. I just think it's so interesting to like, once again, like this is our second time ever meeting each other Mm -hmm. and like we can just sit here and talk about anything. I'll be like, so tell me, you know, what your thoughts are on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. We talked about some hot button issues off off mic earlier. But, but that's the thing is like, we'll discuss (sighs) that another time. Totally. And it's something that like, there didn't have to be any history between us. Yeah. It's just two people being like, you know, we share a similar situation. I feel like that's not, that doesn't happen all the time. Like you have to have like right, like good energies that can mesh well with that. Do you think well that though? That? Is like, do you, so. I don't know. Like I know not on like the like 
actual physical like energies, but you know, people say like your energy, your vibe, like whatever. Mm. I do believe in that. Like, I do too. don't you think like just how you said, especially whenever you're in like the service industry, you pick up on that. And I don't really know how to explain it, but I feel like when you're a people person, you just like pick up and you're like, oh my God, this is someone I could like talk to forever, like whatever. Absolutely. And then there's other people that are just like, I would like to never see you again. I can go greet a table within two seconds. Like, oh, I like them. They're they're nice. They're they're kind. This will be this will be good. This will be a cool dynamic. And then on the opposite side, I'm like, oh, okay, these are not my kind of people, and I'm still going to be kind to them because I'm serving them. But I'm I'm going to distance myself. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think energy is it's not palpable, but palpable <laughs> it happens don't worry about it one well it's um, not I promise you it's not even that it's just when you talk for this long you yeah. just start stumbling over your words now that makes sense I do it all the time yeah well we're learning yeah um but no it's energy it, it's such a important thing to me now I have a very like woo-woo friend that mm-hmm. swears by that and she always says the energy you give out is what you're gonna receive so yeah if you have an issue with somebody like Sometimes look at the issues in yourself and that mm-hmm. kill them with love. Like love, love, love is what it all stems from. And well, I okay, try that. so it's one of those things too. Is like they say, you know, plants. Is that you're supposed to like mm-hmm. when you talk nice to plants, they grow. And it's like your self talk also has a lot to do with that. So if you're sitting there telling yeah. yourself like. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to amount to anything. I need to do this before I can do this, and you do that to yourself, you're literally like dragging yourself down. It's true. And I believe that because I've been there and I've been in that place. And especially like whenever I was married, that's how I was. And I was such a miserable fucking human being. Like if, and I even had people tell me, they were like, you were such a different person from then to to now. And it it is. But I'm just like, I'll fucking own it. Yeah. Because guess what? As I was in such a bad place. I couldn't trust anyone because I couldn't trust the person I was supposed to be closest to. And I just was like, my guard was constantly up. I thought everyone was attacking me because I was just taking all of the other shit going on in my life out on everybody else. Well, it's like your fight fight or flight mode was yes. constantly on. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't just be at a rest, at a resting level. That is no way to live. No, you're so right. But I think it's just interesting because you can also pull yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like myself and the Forever Reckless Girls, I'll have to send you all their podcast stuff too because I love them. Oh, I would love that. But all of us, like we're in a group message and we've all been like saying this year, like since, you know, New Year's, we were like, let's all try and start being more positive. And so yeah. literally like we'll do like weekly check-ins and we'll literally send each other stuff and be like, I hope you're having a great day today. You know, or like love y'all, you know, like whatever. Because sometimes here's the thing is like you don't have to talk to your friends every single day. But if you just let them know you're thinking about them, sometimes that's Mm -hmm. all somebody needs. So there's so many times like think about it is I don't know about you, but like have there ever been times where you're just like going through some shit, like you said, and there's just no one, whether it be positive or negative that you can talk to about it with. Yeah, there's, yes. There's and, it's, definitely and then you have those like moments, that. you're just like, so wouldn't it be amazing if like you and your friends just decided like, 
hey, let's do like a weekly check-in. No, I love that. Well, my my issue is I'm the friend that like I'm a big Are people pleaser. Are you the pleaser. one that checks on everyone? Yeah, I'm the I'm the checker. I'm the people pleaser and I ask the questions and I I I'm the caretaker and then yeah. when my mom got sick and I started going through stuff, I found it wasn't like as reciprocated and then I but I built up resentment and then I built up walls because I'm like I don't want to yep. be around somebody that is not going to be there for me and they were in their own capacity I think that I'm just really sensitive maybe and I need it on I, another level I mean obviously I don't know you that well but I don't think you're sensitive I think okay, I don't either I'm just trying to no but that's the thing is you're trying yeah. to justify yeah. Yeah. justify it and I don't think that's what it is yeah so I'm just you know trying to surround myself with more positive vibes well I'm always open to including people in my circle so I, I was that. like come on girl I would love to be part of your circle. I was like, I tell everyone that. Like, I've had multiple girls reach out to me on the podcast page and be like, if you ever do something like a girls' night, like, I'd really like to meet some good girls. And I'm like, come on. Have you I, thought about, do, like, doing that for... Well, so I'm going to start doing events again. There's a couple things coming, I think, in May. Aren't you doing one at, like, El Chingon or something? Oh, no. Yes, up? yes, yes. Um, That one is actually on... The 15th, Wednesday, yeah. which is tomorrow. Um, so that is a, I think they're calling it Love is War. And that's with the West 7th Forever group. Um, Tell me about them. So I'm not very into It's them. a lot I'm of people cool. from West 7th that were either bartenders, you know, or, you know, bar owners, like whatever. They're just okay. involved in like the bar scene down there. But just trying to bring business to each of the bars and kind of show people like, hey, let's have a party once a month. And that that way everyone can meet each other. But all the podcasts, not all the podcasts, I'm going to say five of the podcasts uh, this month are sponsoring and doing uh, gift like gift bags for a raffle. Um, So so we all put stuff together separately so that way things can be raffled off. Okay. So I'm very excited about that because That's they be are so fun. all of like Anna and Kelly and CK and everyone else with uh, the group. And also oh, even Marissa too, because I've just recently gotten to like really know her and I love her to death. Um, but you have such a good community around you. I think that's, I think, but you also, I feel like you have to also like participate. Put yourself out there. Yeah. And I obviously can talk to a brick wall, so it's like (laughs) not an issue for me, but, um, yeah, I was like, it's going to be an event. It's at El Chingon. It's love is war. Um, obviously it's been posted. I'll post it again. Um, come out. Everybody should go. Yeah. I was like, everyone come. I was like, everyone come out. I'm not going to lie. It is hard. It's a weeknight. It's a school night, you know, for everyone that works. Mm. But if you can practice moderation, come have two to three drinks yeah. and go night night. <laughs> and whether you're single or in a relationship. Exactly. You know, because Valentine's Day. Yes. February 15th. I love some Valentine's. Yeah. It is. Me it's kind of hard this year because like typically, you know, you want to do like girl stuff on like a Saturday or Sunday and we've mm-hmm. got Super Bowl on the, you know, just happened. So, uh, Yeah. The struggle's real, yeah, but it was a, that was a game. Yep, it was a game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I only care about halftime, so there's that. That's great, all that's important. Great, great halftime. Great game. Great game. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, go sports. Yes. Bye. Anyways, uh, I'm so happy we got to do this. Uh, me too. I know we could literally keep talking forever, I and I, this is why I love these conversations, and this is why I knew that you're someone that's gonna have to come back. 
But love to. I'm just so happy that we finally got to do this because I know it's been Me in the too. making for a while. So yeah, and sorry for bugging you. No. Like, hey, girl. No, I love it. <laughs> like, and clearly, like, it was meant to be. So yeah. I was Agreed. like, and here's the thing is we, like, barely scratched the surface on a lot of things. I know. This I was like, like the episode of tangents. I, I know. It's just like, bing, bing, bing. I literally yeah. feel like every single episode, though, is like a pinball machine because I can't stay on track for shit. Yeah. I think that's more interesting, though. It's natural flow and it's organic. Well, that's why I say is like everything is unscripted. Like I'd never want to use a script. Like every now and mm. then I'll have like a couple points on my phone. But this is like a natural conversation. Yeah. Like this is like if we were literally out having a glass of wine we would just be like bing 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 mm -hmm. we wouldn't have our phones pulled up with a talking point exactly be like anyways <laughs> here's some things i wanted to discuss yeah okay it's been two minutes on this topic let's go to the next oh please. my god can you imagine having like a timer and be like next oh my you god that go sounds off it would be like speed dating you you should go on a date and have topics in your notes Shut on your up. phone and ha and have like be minute so marks Funny. Just as a social experiment and see how the guy acts. Just to see how he yeah. acts. Oh my, I mean, you know, I'm always down for like doing weird shit. So that would be, that would be really funny if I just have like a timer. So I like, he sits, we sit down and I'm just have a like five minute timer and I'm like, okay, next topic. And y'all are like balls deep in one of the top. And you had a really good car and you're like, eh, nope, <laughs> next one. <laughs> tell me about your yeah, greatest be like, tell fear. Tell me about your childhood trauma yeah. <laughs> and be like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. Oh, it makes uh, me so happy. Anyways, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I wish, seriously. well, obviously, eventually we can say like kind of more of who you are and where you are. So, because yeah. I want people to come see you, but Aww. maybe I'll just let them know under the table. Yeah. Well, it might not be there that much longer because oh. I'm about to graduate. And That's right. Okay. So, we have to talk about like school and journalism and everything too, like next time. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we have a lot to discuss next it's, time. So, it's weird being a 34 year old senior in college. No, I it's not. Was, no, like I, I wear like a badge of honor, yeah. but this morning, I was in freshman geology. So I put off all the classes that I didn't want to take oh, until the last you. semester. So I'm taking freshman geology. And my lab partner was a 19-year-old kid that Shut called me ma'am. And we're looking at stupid fucking rocks. Thank God they said ma'am, though. Can you imagine if they were like, hey, he bitch. <laughs> My, my, I might like that better. No, I mean, he was you can really ask. respectful. He was like, nice. You can refer to me as bitch yeah. or miss bitch. Miss bitch. <laughs> If I ever get married, I'm Mrs. Bitch. Yes, I love it. Uh, but it's humbling and it's interesting. Oh, yeah, I would love to talk about that. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Oh, I love these conversations. Thank me you so too. much for coming. Thank it makes me again. so happy. It makes my heart happy, especially on Valentine's Day. Same. It fills me so, up. I know. It, fill, it fills my cup. <laughs> cheers to val yes, Valentine's absolutely. and all kinds of love. Bing. Clink. I love it. It makes me, me so too. happy. Well, thank you all so much for listening. And as always, you can write me with your questions, comments, concerns, and send me your hot topics and ideas. And let me know who you want to come on the podcast next or who you'd like to hear from again, because let's get into it. And until then, cheers. <laughs>